I'm a stupid bitch. I'm a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. Hi, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Dumb Bitch Media. The only podcast recorded by two women who wear mechanics, one-piece coverall outfits, <laughs> not ever in a work context. <laughs> you know that shirt you gave me that was like the white button-down that's like Harley Davidson? Yeah. I wish that was coveralls. Oh. Right? That would be a big look. <laughs> be dangerous. <laughs> I didn't realize I gave you so much of the clothes you wear. Like, when people kept asking you where you got the denim shirt, and the, not so much of the clothes you wear, but like... The denim shirt is a classic. And, and then, then everyone's we, like, where'd you get it? And I was like, I got it from Ev, who got it from a clothing swap from our friend whose ex-boyfriend it was, who's also our friend. That's <laughs> just how it is when you live a queer lifestyle. <laughs> Some straight people live very queer lives. <laughs> it's just like the local uh, art scene slash... Sets work communities slash Comedy. coffee shops yeah. is too intimately connected. Truly. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm pretty good. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I've been feeling good, but then sometimes if I like don't take my meds right away, halfway through the day, I'll be like, why am I acting insane? Like, like actually insane. And then I'm like, oh. <laughs> you're not yourself when you're detoxing. <laughs> like, just like listening to one Grimes song and watching the cameras at work because for some reason I'm really paranoid that my manager's gonna show up, even though he told me he wasn't coming into work today. Mm. But isn't that the worst surprise ever? Yeah. When you think you're gonna be working. I just didn't trust him. Yeah. Yeah, when you're like, yes, my boss isn't at work. I'm gonna fuck with the all fucking day yeah and then you're like they they're like oh i canceled all my appointments because i felt too mad about not coming into work and you're like wow you're gay and also this sucks (laughs) wow (laughs) if you actually cared about work you'd probably be better at your job oh fuck but okay (laughs) sure (laughs) My favorite type of person, and also I have been this person, is person who cares a lot about being perceived as being good at their job and just is complete ass at their job. Oh, that's part of my beef of the week. One of my coworkers okay. did that. <laughs> when you're just like really bad at your job, but you just do things that you're not supposed to do because you want people to think that you're doing more than your job description because you want to act like you're pulling the weight for other people. Yes. But you're actually only doing things you're not supposed to do and not doing any of the things you are supposed to do. (laughs) I have this problem where it's like... I'm really, really, like... I always try to be, like, one step ahead. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So I'm, like, at work, and I'm, like, always trying to predict what the next step is. So I'm not, like, going slow. But the problem is, like, the next step is different every time. Yeah. Obviously, right? So it's, like, the other day I was having this problem where it's, like, I just kept trying to predict the next step and getting it wrong. And then you're like, maybe I should just stop. I was like, where the fuck is Evelyn? What is she doing? And I'm like, oh, no. (laughs) 
That's bad. Maybe I should just dumb it down a little bit and not do things until I'm instructed to. Oh my god. I had a horrible fucking week, but... Yeah. Now I'm here recording the Best Friends podcast. So it's so. fine. Yeah, you did have a bad week. <laughs> I was just like, no element of my life is going well right now the way i expected it to (laughs) (laughs) everyone is acting fucking crazy is it me or is it them yeah at a certain point i felt like i was being crazy because i was like i was like all these things are going wrong and i'm obviously the common denominator (laughs) but then i was like no i think shit just like when it rains it pours yeah exactly sometimes you know what i mean yeah and it's definitely not you and it's easier to manage like you know if your work life is doing well it's easier to deal with your family life being a complete dumpster fire or you know if your family's being chill um can't relate um (laughs) (laughs) and your work is completely crazy then you know what I mean, or like you know, your if your friends are your friends are being crazy, but work is okay, or you fa- you know what I mean, yeah. like these things even out. It was just like every part of my life was in chaos. Yeah, so it's like nothing is going well, and I'm getting over a sickness, so I was just <laughs> like, this is really just, and I'm on antibiotics that make me feel like I'm gonna shit myself all the time. So Perfect. everything is going really well for me, actually. How close have you gotten to shitting yourself? Um, I would say thirty to ninety seconds. It's pretty good. It's not bad. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. I would like to clarify, I have never had that happen to me as an adult, but most of my close trolls were definitely all layered into this week. <laughs> Biotin fucking rots your gut. Yeah, it Especially does. Especially if you take it on an empty stomach, but I don't need anything before I leave the house. So it's like, am what I just start do? making breakfast or am I going to take this halfway through the day? You know what I yeah. mean? Like, I didn't know what the move was. That's my problem all the time, too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it makes you feel so sick. Ugh, disgusting, and it makes your mouth taste like a quarry. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Should we talk about stuff? Yeah, let's talk about stuff. Okay, so. Everybody cheer. We're getting our, uh, we're getting a black woman vice president, maybe. Girl boss. Kamala Harris is the official VP candidate for the Democrats. Mm-hmm. It was announced this week. A lot of people, like, okay, nobody who hates Kamala, I don't think, was really that upset about this because I don't think they have like big expectations for the Democratic Party. I also no. don't think they like Biden although, you know, at least Biden is just like demented, I guess. And I know he did some watch before that too, yeah. but like Kamala is like willfully present and still being actively evil. Yeah, I'm more afraid of her <laughs> than I am of Biden at this Plus, point. Plus, because intersectionality has, like, really picked up so much speed, people are just really willing to, like, gloss over any of the flaws that someone has if they, you know, tick enough boxes. Some people. Yeah. Like, I'm not surprised that she's the VP candidate. 
I'm upset, but I'm not surprised at all. I feel like we all saw it coming. Definitely. Especially after he said it was going to be a woman. Yes, and the thing is, like, we already knew that because, like, of how popular identity politics is amongst, like, centrists and libs, that it was really going to be the PR move to choose... Of course. A woman, preferably a woman of color. Yeah. So it's like, I we could have had Tulsi Gabbard, and yet... Oof. <laughs> yeah, she counts. She's a woman of color. <laughs> All of the women in the presidential race this year, besides Klobuchar, were women of color. She must be Polish or something. Yeah, that counts. She's from Minnesota, and she has a, an interesting last okay, name. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, no, I feel like people don't give Kamala Harris enough credit for the work that she did as a prosecutor because I think it was really brave of her to put so many black men in jail because it's like, as white people, it's not our place to police mm-hmm. the African-American community. That's, that's true, and that's what we weren't thinking about. Kamala Harris was doing the work. These kids don't jail themselves, everybody. Exactly. <laughs> My coworker like, looked at her phone and was like, eee! black woman vice president and I was like yeah but she's a cop and then everyone just went completely silent and I was like noted (laughs) (laughs) oh my god okay this is only like tangentially related but you remember that picture of that dog I sent you the other night Mm -hmm. Piper Mm -hmm. so Alice and I went to meet her friend Rob in the park to meet the dog and I yeah. told you about this. It was his birthday and it was mm. chaotic. But there's this girl there who was talking about Kamal Harris being VP. Mm-hmm. And then I, in the back of my brain, I heard her and she was like, honestly, I've been really busy right now with my crystal healing work because I mostly do crisis work. And like, there's just like a lot of crisis right now. That is so... That's a lot to take in. I was like, I need to leave. I can't be here anymore. I have a friend uh, who will hopefully never listen to this, um, but we became friends kind of like circumstantially because she was very close friends with my former best friend. Mm. That best friend was, like, not a good person, and we both separately, like, we didn't team up on her or anything, but I stopped being friends with her, and then about a year and a half later, my other friend stopped being friends Mm -hmm. with her. But then, so now, me and this girl, it's like, we're still friends, and I still think that she's, like, a really good person and she's like she's very very like emotionally intelligent and she's like really giving like she always has like a lot of energy to give she really pours herself out and like gives a lot of people like emotional support and stuff like that and she's really smart um but I was like the fact that we don't have like that buffer friend anymore it's like it's just so clear that we would never ever ever be friends under normal circumstances. So I think we're, like, more, like, friendly acquaintances now. But every time she posts something, I'm like, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) She was just posting about, like, doing, like, she's just always doing, like, 
therapy talk yeah like positivity posts and like she's probably excited about the Kamala Harris VP Ugh. and she's like posting about how she's doing tarot card readings for people and then she's like DM me and I'll pull a card for you and then she's like you guys all I loved pulling cards for all of you you are all so loved and I'm like uh, I can't do that I can't handle radical sincerity me neither <laughs> oh my god I posted on my Instagram story about looking for resources for community based restorative justice to make my cat apologize for peeing on my bed yeah and someone replied, and they were like, I might have something for you. I'm in a no no data zone. And I said, ha ha, because I was like, what? And then they were like, no, seriously, remind me when I get back in the city, I'll send you something. And I was like, is she, does she actually have resources to make my cat stop peeing on my bed? Or did she misread it and she actually thinks I'm looking for resources on community-based restorative justice? Did you get an answer? <laughs> no, I don't know yet. She's not back. I'm hoping she'll forget, because I don't know what to do. You know what I mean? Like... I think she probably didn't read the post. I think so, too. Because at first I was like, what? And then I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> I'm just going to say thank you. <laughs> yeah. I have to teach my cat to read. <laughs> <laughs> you and your cat really have to, like, sit with... The trauma. The tension yeah. in your relationship. The tension is that he really wants to be pet but he doesn't know how to ask for it yet and he's also not comfortable being touched so mm-hmm. the other night I got up off the couch and then I came back and he was sitting in my spot and mm-hmm. as I walked towards him he meowed at me so angrily and loud and then I walked towards him again and he went <laughs> and I was like what do you want <laughs> that's very funny I keep finding cats at work and they're so cute yeah like the, outdoor cats or indoor cats? Outdoor cats. Okay, just around. Yeah, That's yeah, good. yeah. Just like walking through sites and stuff. They're so cute. Um, I wish dogs. I mean, I know that's not how dogs work, but I wish you could just happen upon like a dog wandering through a site. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dogs do work like that, but people won't let them. <laughs> Great point. My friend sent me a picture. It was like a Snapchat memory from three years ago, and he was like, three years ago today, Guillaume, and it was like this beautiful black cat with white paws and a white face, like mm-hmm. long hair, and it was rolling on the ground. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, he's so cute. And then he went, he's dead now. <laughs> my mom had a all black cat who was named tarpot because they found him on a construction site that's a cute name (laughs) she also had a cat with no tail named misty pretty cool honestly (laughs) my parents had some cats with fucked up names they had one named gum because he had no teeth okay but he had like Okay, he had, like, a couple teeth, but mostly none. And then one time he bit my aunt, and one of his teeth came out. That's very disturbing. Yeah. That's why I'm so afraid of cats. I know dogs can bite, and they'll do more damage if they actually bite you. But it's, like, cats bite and scratch all the time. Yeah. My parents also had a cat when I was little. I remember this cat. It lived in our basement in Kingston, and I only mm. saw it once. <laughs> and its name was Biz. <laughs> I love that people. I love that people have pets that they never see. That's a whole a vibe. vibe. Is that people are like, oh, we have two cats, and it's like, 
Where are you? You've they? had two cats this whole time. Like, sometimes, usually one of them will be, like, around, but then it's like, there's another one? Yeah. Or they look the same, and you've actually been seeing two cats the whole time, and you didn't realize. Yeah. I think I like cats now, but, like, we still... We're still a little bit hesitant with each other. We're learning. It's a learning curve. Yeah. I've never been around cats because I'm allergic. Yeah, that's fair. So, like, <laughs> my limited experience with cats is, like, I really like friendly ones, but then it's, like, I go home and I have to do, like, yeah. a million eye drops. <laughs> Kittens are the best types of cats, really. They're so, so cute. I'm so obsessed with Liam's kitten. Me too. Becky. Becky. Should we talk about Tid Nataro? You, I feel like you know more about this than I do. So I know about Crystalia, but... Yeah. So Crystalia, of course, was recently canceled for sexual issues. He was underage... <laughs> he was harassing underage women, right? Yeah. I mean, like, of course, it's harassment because they were underage. But basically, he was, like, soliciting... Yeah. Like sexual context or sexting or yeah. nudes from women trying to get them to meet up that were underage exactly, and he knew. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he's been removed from a TV project that he was supposed to be on, and he was replaced with Tignataro. Okay. Which I think is cool. Yeah. Because they are the same. <laughs> like, it's very random to me. They're I like, think we just really want a comedian. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. I am honestly, selfishly, I'm so happy that Crystalia got canceled because, like... He's so annoying. He fucking sucks. Yeah, he's not funny. He's annoying. He's angry. Yeah. He's, like... He's, like, a Hollywood legacy. Like, his parents... Really? Yeah, his dad's, like, a director or something. So... I did not know that. Ew. He got onto TV and being a comedian by, like, via, like, nepotism and being from L.A. and shit like that. I hate that. Uh, he looks weird. You know, that's that's a big strike <laughs> against him. Um, you know what I mean, though? Like, <laughs> when Louis C.K., when the Louis C.K. thing happened, I was like, oh... <laughs> yeah. You know, like, when people that I thought were, like... Like, I didn't really care when Aziza Ansari got some shit, although I'm not really... Anyways, the Aziza Ansari was, thing was a little bit less black Much, and white yeah. than public masturbation or uh, soliciting so minors. Yeah. <laughs> those, those are pretty clear-cut to me. Uh. Yeah, same. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Louis C.K., though, it's like, I did genuinely think he was funny. Mm-hmm. At the time. In retrospect, that's, it's a little upsetting, but... That's what I mean, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then people are like, oh, well, all the clues were there. And it's like, yeah, but we're also comedians. It's like, I would do a joke about dropping off in public. Yeah. I don't. Do I need to clarify that? Yeah, like, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I didn't care about Crystalia. Dana Tara was like, she doesn't... She mostly acts now and does, like, voice work. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think that there are some people who are, like, they really get their starts as, like, comedians, but at the end of the day, it's, like, that's not necessarily actually their strong point. Yeah. Tignataro is a really hot wife. Really? Have you seen her? 
No. I'll show you. Okay. It's important. <laughs> she, like, wasn't gay, and then they, like, worked together, and she was like, maybe I am gay. That's kind of a classic. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm reading the Whitney Houston, Robin Crawford book oh, right yeah. now, and it's so sad. Yeah. I'm, like, is a, it about, I'm is a it third like of a, the way through. Like a... What's that called? Biography type, or... Sort of, yeah. Okay, yeah. They kind of look related. No. Dinataro's obviously, like... <laughs> what? She's just Italian, right? But, yeah. like, she's much darker. Yeah, she is. <laughs> she's also another famously iconic age-gap lesbian relationship in the Does media. the butch shit always have to be older? No. No. Well, what about <laughs> Sarah Paulson and, uh... Oh, Holland, whatever Holland her name Taylor. is. She played... No, wait, she didn't. I was going to say she played the Queen of Genovia in The Princess that Diaries. Was Julie but that was totally Julie Andrews, who's also gay. That Not a lot of people know that. Not a lot of people know that, yeah. Yeah, the Holland Taylor one... Who does she... Oh, she was she in plays, The L Word. Yes. Reoccurring role. She's unmarried with children. Yes, and she played... Um, the mother on Two and a Half Men. Yeah. But I only remember because her name on the show was Evelyn and she was cunty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was the repression. Yeah. that I think that it's chill that they're... Like, I hope that it means that they're casting for... Like, you know when people are like, ooh, colorblind casting or whatever. It's like, I really just think that they should always cast the person who's the best for the role. Same. You know, if there's not a lot of details... And it doesn't really matter. Then it doesn't really matter. Like, if there's not jokes written into the script or whatever that are, like, dependent on what type of person you're gonna cast, then it doesn't really matter. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. They probably want someone that they know is, like, actually good. (laughs) So. (laughs) Not a sexual predator. Not a sexual predator. Presumably. (laughs) Yeah. Pretty sure she's not. She doesn't, she doesn't have the vibe. Um... (laughs) God, Crystal is like, my whole thing is him picking someone to get really angry about, but it's like irrational to be, it's something that's irrational to be that angry about. Yeah, he's like, I fucking hate Drake, or like. Yeah, and then he's like, he's like, Drake, why are you so, like, he has a podcast where he talks by himself, and it's like, he's just ranting, I guess, or whatever, which isn't an appealing type of comedy to me. So many, like, straight white girls I know love his podcast. Yeah, I know, but to me, what I don't understand about that is, like, I was never really afraid of Crystalia because, you know, like, he no. lo- he's stupid looking. Yeah. Um, but, like, when people are like, oh, I love... You don't see a lot of girls that say this, to be fair, but when men are like, oh, Bill Burr's my favorite comedian, and I'm like, I can't get into it, and they're like, why? And I'm like, because my feelings of discomfort and fear override my ability to find humor when the stimulus that I'm being exposed to is a man who is really, really angry. Yeah, and Bill Burr looks like he could hurt someone. Yeah. He does hurt people as a character well, yeah. on Breaking Bad. True. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like he he's so it's like so angry. Yeah, I don't like that. You know, and I then I and comedy. then somebody used to make fun of me about that. They were like 
well, he's on the TV, he can't hurt you. I'm like, but I don't, it's like the same way that like watching a horror movie, if you're not, if you're not feeling relaxed, I love horror movies, but if you're not feeling relaxed and then you watch a horror movie, it's just going to tax your nervous system so much because more. it's anxiety inducing, yeah. right? So it's like, I got to watch something like that when I'm like, you know, I'm chilling, I'm feeling good or whatever. And it's like Bill Burr to me, it's like, this is just, it's not that I'm afraid of him. It's that it's making me think about being in situations where grown men were We're irrationally angry angry. yeah yes yeah exactly so like i don't know how you would have to he's explain that to somebody yeah i guess so men love angry comedy yeah because they wish they could be that angry without getting in trouble all the time yeah that's a great reason to become a comedian i think so i'm a very angry person for the record and i do do jokes (laughs) about it (laughs) um but, but you if you're people like get on stage but if you're scared of me, you need help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yelling is a different. That's what the other thing is too. It's like you can do jokes about being an angry person. Like if you think Without about yelling, this, David Brennan's jokes. So many of them <laughs> are about him being really frustrated yeah. in a situation. But he's so funny, and he's not a scary person, and he's not yelling on stage. So he's like. Clearly, one time I told him, I was like, you're my favorite local comedian besides myself who clearly has an anger, anger problem, problem and tells jokes about it. Um, he so does. <laughs> his joke about going to the bank and asking for loonies and they say that they're a, a cashless bank is so funny. Or the, about being told... business pack. Being told to swim in the other lane at the public pool. Like, literally... <laughs> Same energy as me talking my joke about having a fight with an old man in the parking lot of a shopper's drug mart. Yeah. (laughs) We didn't need to have these thoughts. (laughs) But I think people like, like, I think people like, and even this can scale up to somebody like Bill Burr, but I think people like jokes like that. Because it's like everybody is in situations where it's like, I don't understand why this specifically is so frustrating and setting me off. But But it's like this person found me on the wrong fucking day or something, you know? Yeah. Or it's like, it's such a small thing, but it's like, it just flips a fucking switch for some reason. I have a story like that and I always think I should write a joke about it. And then I'm like, wait, it might make me seem abusive. (laughs) Go ahead. Okay, so when I was 19 and I was working at the outdoor center, mm-hmm. um, so my roommate and my ex, they were supposed to work with the same school and their mm-hmm. school just didn't show up. Yeah. So the Y was like, we're going to drive you to the Canada Centrum and mm-hmm. we'll pick you up at 5 p.m. because you guys have to work in the evening, but we can't have you on site because you're not working right now. So they're like, okay. So I had to work mm-hmm. and I was there and I was like working in the kitchen. And it was like, I had a horrible day. Mm-hmm. And then all the people that got to go to the Centrum came back. And they were like, we had a great day. We went to lunch, blah, 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 blah. And I like wasn't mad, but I got really mad when my ex put her hair up and I realized that she'd gotten an undercut at the mall. During the day. During the day. During like the four hours she was left unattended. And I got really (laughs) mad. And I was like, what, you weren't going to tell me you got a haircut? (laughs) 
she was like, she's like, I thought it would be funny if I waited to see how long it would take you to notice. And I was like, why is that funny? <laughs> and I was got so mad at her. And she's like, I don't understand why you're mad. And I was like, because I feel like you're like, you're like, have an inside joke that's like, let's see how long it takes Sophie to notice. You're tricking me. You're tricking me. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I was so mad. I get it. And I then I get had it. to and plus sit you're, through plus her complaining like, about growing it out for a year. Yes. When it, if I was there, I would have told her not to get it. Specifically with an undercut, that is something that y- yeah. you have to know is going to happen. Also, I get it because it's like, there's nothing worse that it's like, even if it's somebody that is like your friend or, you know, your coworker that you like or something, if you are having a horrible work day and they're just having the breeziest work day ever yeah like it's it's not okay just like you know like if i fucking like laid brick all day and just like moved stone dust and did other stupid fucking garbage all day in like the 35 degree heat and then i see my coworker and they're like yeah we like got off at three o'clock the client brought us like tim horton's frozen lemonade i'm like i'm like wow congrats you know yeah. even though even though I, i'm like that is nice for them but it's like yeah <laughs> i'm like it's such a it's such a like uh, like must be nice moment when you're working all day and you realize everybody else has been just actually chilling at the mall so hard that your girlfriend had time to have Cut a out for hair off. walk in hair appointment. Yeah, for a hair tattoo. It wasn't even an undercut. It was like a mandala design. A tattoo? Hair tattoos, like when they do like a stencil, so they like shave. Oh. It's an undercut, but they shave around so that it's like a pattern right even harder to grow out oh all that to have a mandala in the back of your head like a white bitch yeah um oh. but like it was like okay if you came back and you were like look i got my hair cut i would have been like sick but you were like you came back and you were like i had enough time and money to cut half my hair off and i'm gonna wait to see how long my stupid girlfriend <laughs> takes to notice because she's 19 <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't, like... You know? I get it, like, because I don't ever... Like, I alert Mike to changes in my behavior right away so that he's... Or not to my behavior right away, to what I look like right away so that he's not looking at my face trying to figure out what's different. Like, I saw him looking at me in a confused way a few weeks ago, and I was like, I changed my eyebrow shape pretty drastically. And he was like... Oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, like, for me... And it's, like, something like that where it's, like... It's not a hair color. No. Or, like... I mean, that the thing with the hair, you would have noticed. Of course. It, just because it's an undercut. It's because so it's, it's like, maybe you would have, but... The thing is, that, like, I don't even care, but, like, personally, like, if I was, like, in a relationship with someone, I wouldn't go and, like, drastically change my appearance without being, like, hey, I'm doing this. Yeah. Not asking permission, but, like telling the information yes you know what i mean yes because it's like people love to pretend that it's like obviously your partner has to love you 
regardless, especially if you're in like a long-term relationship, a serious relationship, your partner has to love you regardless of what changes you make to your appearance, right? And if you really want to do something and they tell you not to, it's like, okay, that's not really their decision or whatever. But it's like, at the end of the day, I do obviously care... I, number one, want to look what, like what I want to look like, but obviously I want my boyfriend to think I'm pretty. Exactly. You know? And it's like, I don't want to actually want to cut my hair, but I do have the impulse to cut my hair often. I want to have long hair. Yeah. But I have the impulse. To cut your to hair. To cut my hair. It's like how I want to grow my hair up, but I want to have short hair. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Or I want to have brown hair, but sometimes I'm like... Maybe I should just dye my hair. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, then it's like, maybe I'll like it afterwards, but the impulse is temporary, mm-hmm. right? And so it's like, because I know Mike likes my long hair, if I feel like I want to get it cut, I'm like, can you just tell me not to cut my hair? Well, the and he's part like, of having a partner is impulse control. Yeah, and he's like, it'll make me sad if you cut my hair. And I don't think that that's out of line. You know, I think no. people are joking if they say that their, like, partner's preferences... Don't matter. Don't necessarily play in to what they look like. And there's definitely a certain element of, like, I looked like X when we met. Yeah. And it's like, that's essentially what he signed up for. Exactly. You know, and it's like, obviously, there'll be fluctuations or whatever, but it's like, at the end of the day... It's just like, I don't know, maybe this is crazy, but to me, like, making a drastic change in your appearance when you're in, like, a long-term committed relationship with someone Mm -hmm. without telling them about it before you do it with, like, enough warning for them to actually be able to say their opinion, you know what I mean, is, like, a lack of respect. Well, it's like if you're gonna, like, quit your job and get a new job or something, it's like... Or you're, you know, applying to go back to school or you're selling your car. I don't know. It's just like you're making, obviously, like your changes to your appearance are relatively, for the most part, unless it's like surgical, relatively inconsequential at that point. But it's like, it's still a decision that... Some people would never consult their partners, but it's like, I still feel like it's kind of a big decision and it's like, it just feels like you're not involved in that person's life. Yeah, exactly. If they make a big decision and they don't tell you. Well, that's what it's more about to me is it's like, well, don't don't we tell each other everything? (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm not the first person or one of the first people that you bounce this sort of thing off. This girl that I dated who did that to her hair, like, mm-hmm. this, th- I should have known. This was, like, my warning sign. It, this was, like, six months later. Sh- I came home from work, and she was like, I applied for a job in Alberta, and I'm probably going to get it. Yeah. It's a right? Like, mm-hmm. okay, in retrospect, maybe I wasn't being crazy about being mad. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, th- this person is clearly... For themselves. We're in a long-term relationship, me. but this person is only making decisions for themselves and it's like yeah obviously sometimes you have to put yourself first but it's like you have to make your decisions in the context of who else it's gonna affect yeah or you need to not be in a relationship yeah that's true yeah (laughs) or you need to be in a relationship with somebody where it's like they don't care what you do but then it's like do you want to be in a relationship with somebody like that where they don't give a shit about you yeah where you can move across the country and they'd be like bye i also think (laughs) the positive the positive some of the positive parts about your 
partner not wanting you to change what you look like can also be sometimes you're insecure about what you look like and you want to change it and they really truly like you the way that you are Mm -hmm. and they don't want you to change it because they don't think that there's anything wrong with you but you're like looking for yourself through more critical eyes like you know like if you wanted to like lose weight or like get a a nose job or whatever it's like ultimately those are your decisions but if your partner doesn't necessarily want you to change unless it's for your health or something obviously people are understanding but it's like if your partner doesn't want you to change that just means that they like like you and it's up to you the way that you are Mm -hmm. which is positive obviously it's a good thing you know, it's like, I've definitely thought about, I don't have the money, I don't have nose job money for the record, but I've definitely been like, would I get a nose job? And then Mike just always tells me how much he likes my nose. And I'm like, okay, well, whatever. You know what I <laughs> yeah, mean? I know, exactly. it's like, yeah. <laughs> why? <laughs> Anyways, should we talk about the internet? The internet? Yeah, the internet. The internet. Do you have a beef this week? I do. Okay. I have a beef with my coworker that I was talking about earlier who did that thing. Ooh, wor- but it's all not work that. beefs this week. It's all okay, work sorry. beefs. Did I tell you at all about my coworker, um, like, calling the police and stuff? Yeah. Okay. Did I tell you the whole story? You... No. So, okay. So you should clarify first. You work in a hostel. I work in a hostel, Which yeah. is... In the, like, the epicenter right of downtown. downtown in our yeah. city. Yeah. yeah. And in our off season, we tend to get a lot of, like, homeless people or, like, street-involved people that come and stay just mm-hmm. because it's pretty inexpensive. And last week, there was a girl that stayed there who was, like, definitely high on heroin. And she left her room in the middle of the night and never came back for any of her stuff. And her room was covered in Britney Spears CDs. Mm-hmm. Presumably because there was drugs in the CDs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... When I came back into work a couple days later, there was pictures up of someone and it said like, it was like a photo from the security camera and my coworker had written like, I don't think this person is a guest. They were trying to get into the building. So I had to call the police Mm. and I thought it was the Britney Spears CD girl. Mm. And I was like, thank God she's alive. Yeah. But then I was sitting next to it and I was staring at it and I was like, that's not the Britney Spears CD girl. Mm. That's someone that I checked into the hostel yesterday who is a guest. Okay. Who's here for seven nights. Oh, so this person, um, when they were making their reservation, I like asked them for a piece of ID mm-hmm. and they were like, oh, my name doesn't match what's like on the ID. Is that going to be a problem? And I was like, no, it's fine. Like what name mm-hmm. do you want me to put on the reservation? So they told me and I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. And it was like a woman's name. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would have like assumed that they were a guy when I saw them. Mm-hmm. But anyways, so it was chill. They were like kind of weird. They told me mm-hmm. that they were on the spectrum. It was like fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so I come into work and their photos up and it's like this person's not a guest they pretended to be a guest blah 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 I was like what the fuck is going on so I watched the security tapes back because mm-hmm. I was like I need to find out what happened yeah and my coworker like committed a human rights violation and it's like so obvious on the security camera like he's claiming that this person was like being really sketchy and wasn't answering any of his questions and he couldn't prove they were a guest but on the security camera I can see them come in and they're holding their room key And they open their wallet and empty it out on the counter because they're looking for the door code and they can't find it and they're having a conversation and Mm -hmm. the person's not wearing a mask. Mm -hmm. And then two guys come in and they're trying to open the door and they can't get it open. So my coworker comes around the desk, unlocks the door for them, Mm -hmm. opens it. 
the person goes to follow them in and my coworker shuts the door and then they keep talking. They go back over to the desk. They're talking. The person's like talking, blah, blah, blah. They're going through their wallet. And then I see them pull out the piece of paper that I gave them the door code Mm -hmm. on. I literally see them do a verb, like a visual affirmation of like, aha, I remember Mm -hmm. what the code is. They go walk over to the door. They punch it in. They unlock it. Mm -hmm. My coworker runs over, tries to slam the door closed and the person pushes their way through and goes up to their room. And then my coworker grabs a cell phone and follows them. And according to his account called the police. So they left didn't stay for any of the seven nights, didn't get a refund. So obviously I told my manager and hmm. there's going to be like repercussions. repercussions, but I've seen this person in the park near where I live. So like, hmm. hopefully we can get them their refund. Cause they're just like living in the park now. Yeah. But I like, haven't talked to my coworker about this at all because I don't want him to know that he's in trouble before they talk to him when my mm-hmm. manager gets back next week. Yeah. So I was at work and he comes into work and he's like, did you see my picture that was up on the computers? And I was like, yeah, I took it down because they were a guest. And he was like, what? What do you mean? And I was like, they're in this room or whatever. And he's like, oh my God, I'm so confused. I was like, what happened? And he was like, they wouldn't tell me what their name is. And I was like, what, like their first name? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, well, I, it looked like maybe you were being kind of like intense, you know, like they're mm-hmm. trans, blah, blah, blah. Blah. And he's like, also, I told them to put a mask on and they said they couldn't wear a mask because they were on the spectrum. And I was like, cool. So you're like actively discriminating against someone. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. So you're not letting someone into their room because they don't want to detonate themselves. Literally. Very chill. Even though, yeah, like they probably didn't know which name they should say, right? Like, because I put their name on the reservation, but they might have thought it was their dead name or something right yeah but and it's like, like if this wasn't such a tense altercation they could have probably drawn off last name and room number or something like that but exactly because Anything. things escalated very quickly it was overwhelming right i was like great this is awesome i love this i honestly really think that people that work uh, like that are frontline like not just service workers but like that interact with clients should really get specific training on dealing with people who have disabilities and like how to be polite to trans people because yeah. there are so many like you shouldn't obviously you shouldn't need training to be polite to trans people but it's like there are so many situations where you have to show your ID and honestly I think people power trip this guy power trips because he's always worked overnight, so he has no supervision. Yeah. And when I sent the email, I was like, what I'm seeing here is like a lack of training on how to deal with people that we might not interact with in our regular lives mm-hmm. because this guy is like, he's like fresh off the boat. Yeah. He's not actually. Mm-hmm. He's been here since he was in grade six, but he acts like he is. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he doesn't have exposure to cultures outside of like traditional Chinese culture and stuff. So yeah. like, it's that. Mm-hmm. But I don't think my managers are going to do anything. But I have a meeting with them on Monday, and I'm going to say, I don't think he should be on nights. I think he needs direct supervision. So you should put him on days when there's managers around. Yeah. Because he's this power is, tripping. This is clearly... He's making decisions that don't make any sense because he thinks he can do whatever he wants. Yeah. It's like, obviously, I haven't, like, experienced... I know how stressful, like, in a situation where you have to show somebody your ID and prove your identity in order to... You know what I mean? In order to get in, and the person is, like being aggravating or what like where you have to show some sort of proof and it's like I can't even imagine what that must be like yeah for trans people who unfortunately in a lot of circumstances have their old IDs um but like even like crossing the border uh especially in like a car has been historically so like fucking traumatic for me because I don't have the same last name as my mom yeah and also 
Um, like a lot of our documents are like, you know, like status card. My mom has like a native passport and it's like people are weird about IDs that they don't see regularly all the time. Yeah. So, you know, I've had, I've used my status card as a piece of ID before, like when I've been second, I use my driver's license mostly, but it's like people don't like it when you use your health card. So I'll do my driver's license. And then they, if they ask for a second piece, sometimes I'll do my status card and the people will be like, what is this? And it's like, why don't you fucking read what it says on it? It has an eagle and a bear on it. <laughs> what the fuck Figure do you it think out. it is? Well, the thing with the native passport, too, like, that's the one that's basically saying that you have, like, free right to move within North America, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, you really shouldn't even be questioning it. And you're a border guard, so I know you know what it is. So can we just... Border guards are worse than cops, I swear to Especially God. Especially Canadian border guards. I yeah. know that sounds crazy, but fem- Canadian female border guards, when you're coming back into Canada from the U.S., no. they're all psychotic. And mm-hmm. I don't know why. Mm. I think it's just a selection bias thing. Mm. But it's like, are you going to accuse my mom of kidnapping? Like, when my brother and I were minors, it's like, are you going to accuse my mom of kidnapping me every time we have to cross the border? And it's like, my mom's a single mom, so it's like, she had to get an official notarized letter yeah. from my dad saying that she had custody of us and that she was allowed to take us across the border yeah, because even, we had so many fucking problems with it. Because you had his last name even though she had custody of you. So it's like... She what? had full custody <laughs> of us. Yeah. So it's like, why do I need your permission? Like, <laughs> that makes no sense. One time, I know. my cousins were coming into Canada. They were mm-hmm. coming into Quebec and they were like, why are you coming? And my cousin was like, it's my grandmother's birthday. And they were like, oh, okay, cool. Do you have any like firearms, whatever, blah, 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 mm-hmm. gifts over this amount? And she was like, no. And they're like, you're not getting your grandmother a gift for her birthday. And it's like, my cousin well, was like, she has dementia. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. It's not really your business. I'm going to give her, like, a candy and she's going to forget about it in, like, ten minutes. Like, I don't know. She's 85. She doesn't really need anything. Yeah. (laughs) Or, like, who's to say I won't buy her a gift when I'm in Canada? That's what she actually said. She said, I'm getting a gift once I cross the border. Yeah. Hello. Not your business. Oh, my God. I I hate that shit. I have a beef this week, and it's also workplace beef. Yes! <laughs> not an internet beef. We're both looking um, for new jobs. <laughs> <laughs> link up if you have any uh, any jobs that pay good hourly. <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, what happened was, okay, so I am, like, a landscaper, and I mostly do, like, installs, like whatever construction and um like planting but every now and again we have to do maintenance because for some of the corporate clients you have to do their maintenance in order to keep their snow removal contract uh so during the summer you have to mow their lawns and stuff exactly every now and again um so for people bid ticket commercial snow removal places we will also do their maintenance um so one of the places that we do is an old age home and we got to this old age home where we like Milan's and whatever and this employee came up to me and the situation at the old age home is they're doing all their family visits outside so that they can be socially distant Mm -hmm. so they have an area set up in the garden and we always start in that area because 
I think the family visits start at like 9.30 and we usually get to the old age home between like 8 and uh, 8 and 8.30. Okay. So like we just try to get all the noisy, messy shit out of the way there um, first. But I guess we were there on a different day this week. So the family visits started like half an hour earlier. Like they started at nine or something. And also there was a lot of fucking work to do because like the lawn had been neglected. Um, Anyways, so this employee comes up to me and he goes, we have family visits in half an hour. And I said, okay, well, do you want us to go faster? And he said, he immediately freaked out. He's like, I don't know. I'm just telling you what my boss told me to tell you. And I, okay. s- I said, okay, we'll focus on that area and be done in half an hour. Great. That was the entire conversation yeah. we had. He ran up to my foreman and told her that I gave him attitude and rolled my eyes at him. Then he went back into the building and told his boss. Then his boss emailed my boss oh my who called me and was like, did you give attitude to the client? And I was like, you know what? I probably Maybe rolled. I, I probably rolled my eyes at him, but if you word for word looked at a transcript of the conversation that we had, it was completely appropriate. Mm-hmm. Completely appropriate. All you were asking is like, are you telling me this information because you want us to go faster and finish that section, or do you, do want, you want us, us to, to go somewhere else? Yeah. Do you want us to be away from there? Yeah. That's all I'm like wondering. I wasn't like, what? So you want us to go? You know, like. Should we go? Yeah, I don't know. What am I doing with this information? I was literally asking if he. Yeah, I was trying to clarify. Yeah. Anyways, um, and then he just completely immediately was like, I'm just repeating what my boss told you. Anyways, later on, we ended up having to leave. And I was like, holy fuck. Um, And then we went back and did some other jobs. And then we like returned to this place later on. And I had to walk past this guy. And then he runs up to my foreman and he says, is that girl going to give me fucking side eye all day? What is his problem? So I'm like, what is going on? And my foreman was like, I didn't get in trouble for the record with with my boss or with my supervisor. Because like, I was like, listen, I probably did. Like, maybe my tone was was not ideal. Yeah. But the conversation itself... Was fine. Was fine. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> then my, my foreman was like, just stare at the ground, because obviously this guy's a shit disturber, and he has some sort of, like, bone to pick. He has problems with women or something. I was like, really. why the fuck did he pick me out and just be like, I'm just gonna... Yeah. The thing that I'm like, you're going to try and get somebody fired. Like, obviously, I'm not going to get fired. But I'm like, you're going to try and get somebody fired or heavily disciplined because you don't like the tone of voice that they used with you. I was like, if he was going to make such a big fucking stink about it, I should have just told them to suck me off. Well, yeah, if he's going to make that big of a deal about it anyways. Yeah, if he's going to say anything. I gave him a fucking side eye, well, then it's like I could have at least given him the finger or something. Yeah. Like, what is he having a bad day? So he's trying to ruin someone else's life. Like, I don't get it. You know, literally, I was like, I get it. You work in an old old age home. Your life sucks. But that's not my problem. You haven't fucked your wife in twelve years. I don't know. But it's like, at what point are you a grown man, and you are afraid of a girl with a leaf blower? 
using a voice that you don't like. Literally. Like, like, why don't you respect me? And it's like, I don't know, because you just said, I don't know, I'm just telling you what my manager said. Like, you know, like... Yes, sir. Sorry, sir. Fuck. Loser. I hate clients. How old is he? In his... I couldn't tell because he's kind of a dork. Yeah. And he was wearing sunglasses. So I think what he was wearing was aging him. Mm. I think he might have been as young as 35, but I might put him closer to 40. Yeah. And it's like, also, we already went into a bad situation because they were already angry. Like, we went there because they had complained about how long the lawn was and stuff. But obviously, I have no control over how often we go to, like, various job sites. Yeah, you just show up. So it's like, okay, shit is already fucking heated. Yeah, which is, like, fair, but not your fault. Yeah, I was like, can't you guys just... Couldn't you have just come up to us first thing and been like family visits? Or at this time. <sighs> or communicated that when they called to the, ask about getting the lawn fixed? Something. Like anything. Something. Anything besides this guy going on a fucking tear against me. Honestly, I was like having such a bad day yesterday. I was like, <laughs> I can't believe this guy fucking wants to smoke. <laughs> No, seriously. It's funny how he thinks that I want my job badly enough that I won't tell him to send me off. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> but then it's like, uh, now is it going to be awkward every time I have to fucking go there and mow lawns? Right? Well, I'm not going to go ask him for the key. No, so I'm going to just send like... somebody else. <laughs> then he's going to think I'm scared of him. <laughs> and it's like I'm not. I'm not I've scared been spe- of you. I'm scared for you. Specifically instructed to stay away from you for your benefit. <laughs> God, uh, fucking brutal. Anyways, no dumb bitches this week. No. Those they were both Ugh. stupid enough that I had to disengage from everything. It's. I so- mean, my cat's a dumb bitch this week for peeing on my bed three times, but definitely he's been sorted. I can't imagine trying to get somebody fired for something, well, in general, but for something as insignificant as that. I don't care if someone gives me attitude. If they, like, were actually, like, actively rude, like, mean to me, it'd be different. But that, like, who cares? Yeah, it's like, I probably was rude. I wasn't having a good day. They were, like, rushing us like crazy. I was mad when I got there and I saw how much work there was to do because I haven't been doing that job Mm -hmm. for you know, the last few weeks. (laughs) I was like, this is a perfect storm of, yeah, me giving you a tone and you being a big fucking baby. Also, I didn't even side-eye him. You were probably turning your head to look at him. (laughs) I had to walk past him. Yeah. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Stare at the ground? It's not going to happen. No. Oh my god. What a fucking pussy, man. I hate men of a certain age who wear comfortable sneakers. Oh my god. This is a lesson. Okay, I hate to bring this up, but you know the John Mulaney joke where he talks about going to get his blood work done and the nurse, it's like a male nurse who's like, all right, let's go. No. It's a beautiful day to give blood. No. No. It's like that. He's like, yeah, I got there and this guy was wearing like a Batman, like lanyard and like comfortable sneakers and he was like way too peppy but you could tell he hated his life and was like mm-hmm. glasses like you yeah know, like, male nurse energy yeah mm-hmm. 
Literally. Yeah. Male nurse energy. Yeah. It's a whole thing. Well, it was yeah, like trending. I was like, is this guy at least gay if he's beefing me, <laughs> if he's beefing me like this for no reason? Can I at least understand where it's coming from? Because it makes me really uncomfortable when like older heterosexual men have a problem with me because I'm like, do you have any idea how inappropriate this looks from the outside? No, seriously, yeah, I'm actually like, you're trying to get a woman who is clearly in her 20s who just has a little fucking leaf blower yeah fired because she gave you scary eyes yeah yeah it'd be different if he was gay because then it would be like okay drama it's girl drama. we're, dr- we're, dr- we're yeah. doing beef i get it yeah you know what fine. i mean <laughs> it's true though it would make it better i would still yeah. be mad about it but i'd be like it makes sense whatever yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like he's I, jealous. I find it more of a like, yeah. My coworker was like, maybe that guy like is not used to like ever having like a woman not just be like, oh okay, maybe. I was like, I guess so. But okay, how would you feel if it was like a straight woman that came out? I, if it was like a middle aged straight, yeah. if it was a woman who was the same age as that guy, yeah. I would expect it. Yeah, exactly. Women yeah. in those situations are, are like. They're always kind of. Women who's like a manager at an old age home, big time for sure. Yeah. What about if it was a gay woman who's the same age? Uh, honestly, every time I have any sort of disagreement with a chick who I can tell is a lesbian, it really blows over pretty quickly. Yeah. Like the old manager of the gym that I used to go to, and we had like beef one time because I dropped a weight on my foot and then she was like why weren't you wearing shoes and I was like I don't think that would have stopped me from dropping a weight on my foot and she was like it might have helped a little bit and I was like my foot really hurts do we have to have this conversation (laughs) and she was like you're right (laughs) you know know what I mean like she was like it was like okay we can all acknowledge it doesn't matter anymore (laughs) I find that like young Younger straight men are really scared of me. Yeah. Older straight men, like, are usually pretty chill with me. But when they're not, it makes me, like, deeply uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I'm not afraid of a woman or a gay guy being catty with me like especially in a like service situation or whatever yeah but it's like when it's an older man it's like whoa what are you like what anger whatever are you like displacing here okay the worst is gay chicks that are like our age that are like Mm -hmm. managers they're and they so love mean. being managers. Yeah. They love being You know that managers. meme that's like, you know she runs her McDonald's like the Navy? Yes. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> oh, I saw a really good uh, butch sports, like swimwear slash sportswear yeah. moment. What was it? I was, at, I was at work and we were in the suburbs and uh, this I watched this chick load a kayak onto the top of her car and <laughs> she's wearing like a sports bra and like soccer shorts. Yes! <laughs> this is like queen shit. Queen shit. <laughs> also her girlfriend was really hot. Nice. And super basic. I was like interesting. I but I was in like Barhaven. Yeah, okay. No, that makes so that's like the really hot couple that checked into the hostel the other day and they were from like montreal yeah and it was like one like 
kind like pretty fit like not like super skinny mm-hmm. like five two dyed blonde hair girl who had tattoos from the chest down mm-hmm. like full sleeves hand tattoos like all the way down and then her like skinny five four french canadian boyfriend with a shaved head who had face tattoos and neck tattoos i love it i was like yes we have to unfortunately we have to yeah should we do tweets of the week? Yeah. <laughs> I love it when I see um, a couple and it's like, you know, just sometimes you see a couple and one of them is like quite hot. It's not, it's so much more satisfying when you see a hot couple than when you see one individual hot person. Yeah. Because you're like, yes, I'm standing. I'm standing this. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. like, you look great. You look great together. It makes sense. You look so good. Because if you see one hot person, you don't know what their lifestyle is like. Because you know when a hot person dates really ugly guys? Yeah. That could be them, and I don't stay. I'm like, that's disgusting. Time. It's repulsive. I was so excited. I was, like, cheering in my head when I saw the, like, ho- the hot butch shit loading the triad. I was like, I am looking respectfully. <laughs> um, and then her, like, little, like, fucking, like, Aritzia ass girlfriend comes out of the house. Yes. I was like, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it up. That's so funny. Okay, my tweet of the week mm-hmm. is from at Senate Will. Okay. Drinking seven twisted teas and asking my high school chemistry teacher out via Facebook Messenger. So dread. And then the follow up Miss Blank, please let me smash. <laughs> so funny it's so true only happens with the twisted tea (laughs) that tweet made me laugh super hard (laughs) so good facebook that's why facebook messenger is so cursed because you can talk to people that you should never be able to message message like even if you're not friends with them you can send them a message you can send them a message or sometimes you're friends with people on facebook that like it's fine. It's like a work thing or yeah. a school thing or whatever. And it's like, maybe you are thirsty for them, but it's not the same as like, you're far more likely, I feel like, to have that person on like Facebook than you are to have them on like Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. You or know what I number. mean? Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, things get... You shouldn't be allowed to have Facebook Messenger. A little dicey. Okay. Mine is from at Adam Great Tweet. And he said... If I ever get murdered, I want two white women with a podcast to solve it in their free time. I love that. It's a it's such a flip on the like, if I ever get murdered, I hope no white woman talks about me on her podcast. If I ever get murdered, I want a white woman who has like so much vocal fry. And I know I have so much vocal fry, but I want a white woman who has so much vocal fry to just disinterestedly read about my murder off a Wikipedia page. While doing her makeup on YouTube. Yes. Have you ever seen that girl? Makeup and murder? Bailey Sarian. Yeah. I don't subscribe. I can't stand her. Um... (laughs) She's, you know what's so funny though? It's like that was a hugely smart move, move for oh, yeah. her because I she has like one of the growingest uh, YouTube following, yeah. like most exponential growth on her YouTube followers of like any makeup channel, and it's like so annoying to me. It's so stupid. 
I get it. It's fun to watch stuff that's like a combination of things that you like, but it's like, and it's kind of like ASMR to be able to listen to a podcast and watch someone do their makeup at the same time. Yeah. But. <laughs> she gets so distracted. She I haven't. Her, have you watched them? I have. I've seen them. Does your girlfriend like it? No, no. I just watched like a couple of them because oh, okay. they came up on my YouTube recommended because Alice and I share YouTube. Oh, okay. On the TV. Was Alice watching them? She was, she was watching, watching something other makeup related stuff. makeup stuff. Okay. Yeah. And I was watching murder stuff. So then it was like, <laughs> you should watch this. So I watch it. And she's like doing her eyeshadow for like five minutes. And she's like, sorry. Anyways. Uh, and then she like died. <laughs> I'm almost tempted to watch it, but it's like, I know I'm going to hate it, so I feel like I shouldn't. She's so bad. Also, I really want my murder to be solved by a British chick with bad vocal fry. Yes. They're the worst. so much better. The thing with my favorite murder is, okay, Karen Kildareff is a great comedian. She's She's a beautiful singing voice. She's great at playing guitar. She's a beautiful speaking voice. Georgia Hardstark is bad at everything. I can't. (laughs) <laughs> I can't and it's like now I dodged myself for having listened to episodes of my favorite murder that's correct um I have I have too but like I know I can't judge anyone for sounding like a valley girl I hope having Canadian accents adds a nice layer to us sounding like valley girls I don't know <laughs> but she just has that like um like um 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 and it's like you're paying somebody to edit this i don't even care about that i care that it sounds like she's never read the information before coming on i'm like you're getting paid for this like this is your full-time job rehearse yes read the wikipedia article through once because then she'll be like honestly i don't know how to pronounce this name or she'll be like, and then like, uh, da, 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 where was I? Like, she goes, oh my God. The, the thing that bugs me the most is she goes, da, 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 da. And it's like, no, 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 no. No. We don't do. We don't do that. Da, 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 da. That's annoying at the best of times, even when someone <laughs> is like reading you something that they're just seeing. Yeah. For the first time. Exactly. It's so bad. I'm like. It's just, it's insane. I can't stand listening to her specifically. It sucks. And then I, I think I told you I wanted to get, like, I was like, how can I listen to just Karen? And then I found <laughs> out she has another podcast and the other host of her other podcast is somehow even more annoying than Georgia. And I'm like, how is she like this? And she is able to tolerate being around people. You know, when you... Some people are just friends with brutal people. Some people are just friends with brutal people. It always surprises me when it's someone who's like... Okay. Like, I can't be friends with people that I think are... Airheads. I get... You know, that I think are annoying and, like, really, really high... High strun. And not even bubbly, but, like... You know what I mean? People, peppy people, I can't fucking tolerate it. So then it's like, oh, Karen is like a, like, sarcastic, like, deep voice, like, former alcohol. You know what I mean? I'm like, how is she surrounding herself with all of these annoying people? It's such a weird phenomenon when you meet someone and you really like them and you vibe with them and then you meet their friends or their partner or their partner. It's even worse when it's their friends. Um, and you're like... How? How? Yeah. And then their friends... Sometimes their friends hate you. But then you're like, I feel like I have more in common... 
with, with them. your friend. Yeah. Then it's like sometimes I think it's like when people have been friends for a really, really, really long time and they actually don't have that much have in nothing common. in common. But yeah. Aside from their class interests and proximity. <laughs> <laughs> the other reason I hate my favorite murder is because Karen's all like yeah, like, I used to have a drinking problem, and, like, I re- had a really bad problem with, like, speed, like, diet pills, blah, 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 mm-hmm. and then George is like, I love wine. I used to do meth. <laughs> she, yeah, and George I'm like, is this still is, like, actively, really actively drinking too much, yeah. and George is just like, uh... Yeah. Or, sorry, Karen, Karen's yeah. just like, mm, mm, Cute. Okay. Yeah. Ugh, bothers me. Okay, also, have you heard of the podcast Voices for Justice? I feel like I told you about it. Yes. It's produced by this girl named Sarah Turney, whose sister went missing. Okay. So I was reading, and I was listening to the podcast, and it's, like, very good. Mm -hmm. And she's, like, a normal, like, she sounds like me and you. Like, she's Mm -hmm. around, she's, like, in her early 30s. She has, like, a normal voice. Like, Mm -hmm. it's a little, like, upturned at the end, but whatever. Yeah. And people were like, I fucking hate her voice. I really wanted to listen to this podcast, but, like, I can't stand her because she has so much vocal fry and she's such a valley accent. And it's, like... Oh, so you just wanted to consume her talking about her sister's murder because you're a pervert, but you were too annoyed by a woman's voice to, <laughs> like, profit off of her talking about her sister being murdered by her father. Okay, cool. <laughs> it's like, I think we can just probably keep it to yourself. stay around. Yeah, seriously. That's, like, the least appropriate context to yeah. be, like, I can't listen to this She's so annoying. It's, like, okay. Yeah. Also, when people are, like, oh, you have vocal fry or you have talked or whatever, it's, like, have you heard a woman under the age of 30 talk? Yeah. Like, I can talk without those things. It is hard for me to not do vocal those fry. Things, yeah. I think I just did vocal yeah, fry. Yeah, I did vocal fry. <laughs> <laughs> but like, whatever. I have a deep voice. I think yeah. it's harder to. I think it. You have a lower chance of having vocal fry if you have a higher voice. That's probably true. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's like that, like back of the throat. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Thing. I don't know if that's necessarily true, but like. It's, uh, and people are more, it's less da 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 da. Georgia Hardstark pull up. I did have to stop listening to an audiobook. I've had to stop t- listening to a couple of audiobooks because I was like, I can't tolerate this person's voice. Yeah. But one of them was a book that was about The Bachelor, and I was like, why would I expect this girl to not have an annoying voice? <laughs> I don't need to be listening to this. <laughs> I read, then I read it. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I was good. And I was still frustrated <laughs> by the experience. But I knew what I was walking into. Do you All have right. a tweet? I already did it. <gasps> oh my god, you did. Yes. Okay, <laughs> so we can close up now. All right. Okay, thank you everybody Bye. for listening.